Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Happiest Happenings. I'm AJ Mahollin, joined here by the one and the only Nick Lee. Hey, everyone. And it's been kind of a slow week with Disney News. This is going to be a short little cute little episode here, just informing y'all. First off, I just want to get the elephant in the room out of the way um, in regards to Chapex lack of response and then really lack of response on all of the legislation down, happening down here in Florida in regards to all of our LGBTQA plus family, friends, cast members, colleagues, whatever. JPEG, put your money where your mouth is. Please and thank you. Anyways, Nick, what do you got going on this week? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sure you probably have seen, but Flower and Garden Festival has officially begun this past week, and it's running through July 4th, so you still have time to come see all the topiaries, um, come see all the concerts, get all the good food and drinks, you know, the usual stuff. <laughs> all of the good food and drinks. Oh my gosh, Jarrett and I just went the ribeye there. Absolutely insane. The goat cheese creamsicle scared me so bad. It was pretty good, but... Wasn't what I was expecting. And there are so many good dishes. You guys will have to be on the lookout for our new YouTube video that's coming out. And if you're a Patreon member, Jarrett just put his top five food and top five drinks on his Patreon chat. I'll be doing, or excuse me, on his Discord chat. I'll be doing mine as well sometime today. But oh my gosh, it's it's around here for a hot minute. <laughs> yeah, it's, this one, I think it's probably one of the longer times that it's had it. I mean, really since shutdown, I kind of felt like it's just been one continuous festival. <laughs> For real. Although it's, it makes me sad because then art, um, Festival of the Arts was only here for like a month. And now it's yeah, like, like, you get four what? months of Flower and Garden. <laughs> Amazing. But no, it's but... a really cute little festival. Lots of really good food and drinks. Some of them even have like rotating menus and such because of how long the festival is. So definitely come check it out. It's a good time. Which I think is kind of interesting. I mean, we kind of saw it similar with like food and wine where like not everything was released day one. And then like, they release some later on. So I guess it kind of gives you something to go back to. Yeah. Like the food and wine, like there were multiple booths that just stayed closed, which was very, very odd. All of the booths are open. Some of them just have like what's in season, which I think is a cute idea for a festival like flower and garden. But so that's going to be super duper exciting to see all of those roll out and kind of, you know, give a little fresh perspective on it because the festival just is so long. But the live entertainment is back. The topiaries are absolutely gorgeous. There is the idiest, bittiest Encanto area over by Morocco. (laughs) It's actually so sad. Are you kidding me? You have an entire movie with a girl with flower superpowers and we couldn't make a topier for it. I was like, come on. I, oh, my goodness. It's it's a cute little area. Don't get me wrong. We kind of sat there and ate for a little while, and there was a bunch of little kids running in and out, seeing the little um, like signs that say things about Encanto and about the flowers and stuff that are around them. And they were like, oh, Isabella, Maribel, like all this stuff. It was so cute. So that, that was a cute little touch. Yeah. But hopefully our girl Isabella will get more – representation like, next year now, i know on. topiaries take a hot minute to make and to grow and all that so next year i'll be looking out better be the most beautiful one out there yeah oh my goodness gracious yeah. and but, speaking of oh. celebrations we got the 30th over in disneyland paris which just yes. looks absolutely insane so they just started their 30th anniversary celebration and they also went with an iridescent color scheme and i'm like Hmm. Where have I seen this before? <laughs> like that looks familiar. <laughs> because 
like everyone's like, oh yeah, the 50th anniversary and their iridescent color scheme. And I was like, yeah. Also, when Magic Happened debuted, they released an iridescent color scheme over at Disneyland. Yep. They really uh, just said, we found our <laughs> pun. Stick with it. Run with it. Go. Yeah. But the, the 30th anniversary, though, they do have Mickey and me in these like brand new outfits, which we've talked about before. They look super cute and like really mm-hmm. kind of fun. Um, but their new like nighttime show has like 200 drones they use and they are it is so cool like you have to check out a video online if you haven't seen it already it's so amazing i'm shocked that they haven't brought drones over to disney world especially with like animal kingdom since we can't have fireworks over there with the animals yeah it looks absolutely beautiful looks larger than life and i'm a huge fan of their 30th logo because the way that the three and the zero are set up it looks like a hidden mickey so freaking cute but they also have a new, um, like, kind of, like, stage show, but almost like a mix between a stage show and Move It, Shake It in the front of the castle. That's actually really cute. Um, they have, like, these new floats that also follow a very similar color scheme. So definitely check that out as well. Um, kind of fun to see some of our international parks getting some celebratory love. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I want to go to Disneyland Paris so bad. Fine. We'll all go for the 30th. Fine. Oh, yeah. It's fine. Cash <laughs> trip next year. Here we go. Let's go. <laughs> Do you know how long they're doing their 30th celebration? I mean, we're doing our 50th for 18 months. So I would say it's obviously at least going to be a year. Um, how far beyond? I'm not too sure because, okay. I mean, for us, I'm pretty sure that they timed it where the 50th anniversary will lead into the 100th anniversary of the company. Uh, Good point. So, but over there, obviously it's a little bit different. So I'm not too sure how long they intend to do it, but obviously it's going to be there for a year. I think it would be kind of weird if they only did it for like, you know, three to six months, but you know, (laughs) (laughs) for real. Oh my goodness. That's so cute though. That's so exciting. It's fun to see all of them. And it's, it's cool to see it, how far it's come. Because people forget that, like, when Disneyland Paris first opened, it did terribly, terribly. Yep. <laughs> and that's why we saw so many budget cuts with Animal Kingdom. But to see it now going 30 years, and it's gotten a lot better over time. Happy to see that, you know, kind of growth from a different park. 100%. Oh, my gosh. It looks adorable. But speaking of other parks outside of Disney World, over at Disneyland, they're actually currently celebrating the Food and Wine Festival. So unlike Disney World, they do theirs now as opposed to in the fall time when Disney World does ours. Um, So the Food and Wine has begun. And with the festival, um, they actually brought back Soarin' Over California, the OG Soarin'. Um, the one that I prefer over Soarin' Around the World. But, you know, (laughs) I'll die on that hill. (laughs) I have never seen so many happy people as when Soranova, California was opening and they had people at the very, very end at the exit handing out little cutie oranges to everyone getting off. (laughs) Everyone on Twitter was freaking out. There were so many TikToks and Instagram stories and whatnot being like, I got my Soran orange. And I'm like, you guys are so cute. So easily entertained. Love it. (laughs) But so yeah, if you've never done Soranova, California, it's, the original version of it that was over at Disney's California Adventure, they switched it over to Soarin' Around the World, exactly the same as is here at Epcot. Um, sometimes they bring it back every now and then because they really just kind of have to change the film, change the sense, and they're like, here we go. <laughs> I know, it's good to change it up, though. It's, oh my goodness, especially since I feel like the Orange Grove scene, that's everyone's it's so core memory. For that. <laughs> 
Screw that so ride. iconic. I took one of my friends to Epcot a few days ago, and she was like, oh, I love Soren. I love the orange one, like the orange scene. And I didn't have the heart to tell her that it wasn't going to happen because I thought we weren't going to ride it. And then a few hours later, we rode it, and she was like, where are the oranges? I was like, oh, you were thinking like, California, uh... Miss Man. Sorry. <laughs> um, anyways... I was like, we'll but, go get you an orange from the quick service and I'll throw them at you. It'll feel like you're right there. <laughs> Literally. It's like, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I kind of wish they would keep California Adventures soaring as soaring over California, but that's because I like that one more and it makes more sense over there. But mm-hmm. you know, they don't pay me enough to make the decision. So, you know. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Not oh, yet. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Perfect. Um, and I think the only thing that's left is for any of our listeners that are cast members, um, right now, they are doing the Walt Disney Legacy Award nominations. Um, for anyone that doesn't know, if you've been to the parks and you see a cast member with like a blue name tag, um, fun fact, it's actually just the white name tags like flipped around. Literally Wait, really? On the other side. I'm not joking. Like it literally is the other I side. I thought it was like super <laughs> special material or something. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so they literally flipped it around and like retouched it up and they said, oh, look, it's a new name tag. Anyways. It's a Walt Disney Legacy Award. Um, it's given every two years, and it's given to any cast, crew, Imagineers, and employees who consistently go above and beyond to dream, create, and inspire. Um, but the general rule of thumb that people follow is with that award, it's Walt Disney would have hired you if he was around today. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of the highest award that you can give to another uh, cast member obviously it's from other cast members you have to nominate them and write this whole like essay like yeah, telling why they do it strenuous process like you have to have at least two people nominate you in order to even like have your lack uh, application i guess for lack of a better term um yeah. application looked at you have to have at least two people write those essays about you and then it goes through this committee and then it goes through another committee and then it goes through your leadership team and or superiors and then it goes through another committee it, like it's a long drawn out process and the person who gets nominated has no idea. And so then usually there's this huge party where they surprise you that you got the legacy award. It's really, really, really cute. And there's some really great stories behind it. But if you ever see a cast member with a blue name tag, they know what they're doing. They are the epitome of Walt Disney world. Like really, it's really what it boils down to. And even though like cast members are the only ones that can nominate other cast members, if you're a guest and you come to the parks, like, feel free to submit those cast compliments because upper management does look at that when it comes down to deciding who's going to win the award and such. Mm -hmm. So even if you feel like you may not be able to do anything because you can't nominate someone, definitely submit like your cast compliments now that you can conveniently do it on the My Disney Experience app. (laughs) Yes, do it. Cast compliments are amazing. Give them out to everyone who does a great job. Do not be picky with your cast compliments. We love them. Such a good little reward. (laughs) Yeah, definitely try to do it as best as you can just because, like, it does make a difference in our days, especially, like, there are days that we have rough days. And sometimes coming back and, like, seeing that and, like, on our break, you're like, oh, my God, like, wow, I actually did a good job. <laughs> exactly. It's oh, it's such a great, like, reinforcement that, like, you're here for the right reasons and that you're doing a good job. Even if you don't feel your best or even if you are feeling your best, looking on your record card and seeing recognition, 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 recognition. Oh, yep. it's such a good feeling. And it helps with promotions and stuff too. Like I'm up for the management internship. I guarantee you they've already looked at my record card to see all of my, not only call outs and stuff, but all of my recognitions. Like <laughs> it really helps your fellow cast members out. So do it. 
You heard it yes. here first. Also, if you're a cast member, random fun fact for all of you Walt Disney World-based cast members, Cast Connections is finally letting guests back in. So that's super exciting. So yeah. because of inventory um, and the lack thereof, they have only been letting in people with blue IDs, but now people with third-party IDs as well as guests of those cast members and or third-party vendors are allowed into Cast Connections. Mickey's Treasures is up to two items per day. It was down to one item per day. But overall rule of thumb, be nice to the cast members in there because they can revoke our privileges at any time. Thank you. <laughs> uh, another rule of thumb, I really shouldn't have to say this, but if you buy anything at Cast Connections or Mickey's Treasures, do not be selling it somewhere else for a profit. Um, someone was doing it on the Run Disney page, and I was like, are you stupid? <laughs> yeah, it's, yep. Just, you're not allowed to make money off the company, so uh, don't. Don't even yeah. attempt. Even with like, a fake name, they will try, find you. Don't, they will find you. They will hunt you down. I mean, They you know, really will. The Disney way of hunting you down, but you know. <laughs> Mickey Mouse will be banging down your door. <laughs> Give me your uh, little ID. Oh, my God. These are rules that everyone should know. Don't do it. Just don't be stupid, and you'll be yeah. fine. <laughs> Amen to that. Uh, you cannot stress that enough, really. Oh, my goodness gracious. And then... Nick, tell us what's going on tomorrow at the Magic Kingdom, or probably by the time everyone's listening to this, what's going on today at the Magic Kingdom? By the time you're listening to this, um, Festival of Fantasy will be returning to the Magic Kingdom, which will be the first time that that parade has stepped foot since the park closure back in March of 2020. Woo-hoo. Super I'm excited. so thrilled. I know, you were already like, I think it's going to rain tomorrow, which is going to be so sad because then it's going to be like rainy day or they're going to like cut yes. it down a little bit. But, oh, my goodness, I'm just so excited to hear that music again. I don't even care if it's Hear the fanfare, the, the trumpets at the beginning. Exactly. I don't care if it's half the cast, half the floats. Like, I just want to hear the music down Main Street again. I feel like that's what's going to make me start crying like a baby. Like, Cinderella, <laughs> I love you. You're great. But, like, if I don't see you and all I hear is the music, I'll be a happy camper. Yeah. It's so, so know that the parade will not be in its full performance, I guess, if you want to call it that. Yeah. So it won't look exactly the same as it did before. Um, they're going to be running it twice every day uh, until they decide to change times. So that's, again, always subject to change. I think with weather, we'll see kind of what happens. Um, but they're going to run that twice while they're also still running the Making Friends Cavalcade and the Disney Adventure Friends Cavalcade. And I want to say the Princess one as well, but I say that with a question mark. With a question mark, um, yeah. yeah. We'll so see what again, they end up keeping and getting rid of. Everything's subject to change. So we'll see. <laughs> Yep, but either way, no matter how it looks, we're just excited to have it back. Yeah, see it a full parade. Although, everyone's always like, the Disney Adventureland Friends is pretty long. And I was like, yeah. It's not the same. Like, What's the cusp between a cavalcade and a parade? And I said, you're asking the wrong person, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, other than that, is there anything else that you can think of for this week? It's been a fairly slow week. Yeah, it's it's been pretty quiet. They just announced recently that um, the hugging of Disney characters may come back soon, but soon is with air quotes because air quotes. who knows when that really means. Yeah, because um, it did come back to Disneyland Paris, but at Disneyland Paris, you do have to have proof of vaccination and or a negative COVID test to get in. So there are those extra safety measures in place for those cast members and characters and whatnot. So there's that. We'll see if and when that comes back to Walt Disney World and at what pace. Yeah. So and we'll see. I don't know if we ever talked about it on an episode, but I never remember posting about it on Instagram, but the Main Street Electrical Life Parade obviously is coming back. 
but they are going to be adding a new float or floats. I can't tell if it's one continuous float or like several small ones, um, <laughs> but it's going to be inspired by Mary Blair, who is the creative designer behind It's a Small World. And they're going to feature a bunch of different characters. I'm not quite sure if they're like going to be like the character performers or if they're like, since Mary Blair inspired, if it's going to be like small world dolls. The um, dolls. Oh my goodness. But there's going to be a bunch of characters um, that we haven't really seen a whole lot, um, including Mirabelle and Antonio. We're also going to see Hercules on a float, which I was like, I know AJ was like, I'm so ready. <laughs> I was like screaming. They showed me the concept art and I about cried. It's beautiful. Yeah, but oh there's going to be a bunch of them. Um, it looks really cool. And they're celebrating that for the 50th anniversary of the Main Street Electrical Light Parade. Because that's been around for 50 years now. We got all of the anniversaries coming up. It's insane. Yep. They said, that's already the time to party. <laughs> party. Oh my goodness. Dang it. I had one more thing that when you started talking about that, it popped in my oh. head, but now it's gone. <laughs> so um, I guess it wasn't that important. Nope. It's not coming back to me. I was trying to stall. <laughs> Nothing's there. No thoughts, just vibes. Anyways, anything else you got going on? Or are we all set? I, I think that's it. <laughs> Perfect. Well, if I think of it, um, I guess you guys will find out next week. Anyways, thank you guys so much for joining us for the happiest happenings. We will see you all next week. And have a great week. Make sure we're looking out for that FOF content coming out because Festival yep. Fantasy is back, Here baby. We go. <laughs> awesome. Bye, everyone. See ya.